the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Big times on Wall Street right now, right? A lot of deja vu as far as themes go. And what do I mean by that? Uh, Good question. So, um, North Korea. Some provocative action yesterday. Or I guess over the weekend, and it played out yesterday when the market opened after having the holiday weekend. Then you get Hurricane Irma, as we're still dealing with Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey is going to wash away a lot of houses, or did wash away a lot of houses. So REITs that are tied towards Houston are going to very likely do quite well. Uh, That's worthy of note. Today should be a good day for the stock market, because yesterday was a bad day for the stock market, and that's just kind of how stupid we are right now. We are, well, we can buy on a dip, and we're getting away with it. Um, Irma's coming. And as Irma's coming, some uh, major airlines have boosted fares above $1,000 for one-way tickets out of Florida. Customers have taken to social media to express their outrage. Um, I get it. I I actually get both sides of it. So, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, It's not what it, it is not what it is, but just remember, you know, in the future you can use your dollars to, you know, punish companies that you feel you don't like. So uh, I'm a big believer in that concept that you've got money, you have decisions, and it's totally up to you whether or not you want to play by those rules or not. Um, Other issues out here of note. Um, Let's see what we have today. No particular driver of sentiment from yesterday to today. It's not like North Korea came out and said, you know, we're very, very sorry uh, that we exploded a nuclear weapon on planet Earth and maybe very likely collapsed a mountain on top of itself. Uh, there's nothing like that going on. North Korea, Hurricane Irma, tomorrow's ECB meeting, the European Central Bank, Congress dealing with the budget and debt limit matters are all focal points of uncertainty and, you know, investor criti- uh, conviction. How do you feel knowing that Congress has to deal with the budget and debt limit after seeing year over year the Obama administration go through the issue and it always felt like man this is stressful why are we going to the last second and then people are like I hear the government's going to shut down I'm not going to get my social security check and I'm always like good we can't afford to give it to you and they're like that's not funny I'm like oh you're right so anyway um, so Repta Therapeutics ticker symbol SRPT is announced some very favorable trial data for the treatment of Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Yay! So they're up 15% on that news. A couple weeks ago, Novartis got approved for a treatment of gene therapy using your genes to heal your genes. 
uh, your genetics. And that has lit a fire under the biotech sector and the healthcare sector. And headlines like Cerepta Therapeutics coming out with something that's you know, positive on Duchenne muscular dystrophy can't be a bad thing because we know they're not going to give it away for free. And we also know it's going to help a lot of people. The airlines like United Continental and JetBlue cut their third quarter unit revenue guidance following Delta and Spirit, uh, which did the same thing yesterday. So the airlines lost $10 billion market value last month, large part tied towards Hurricane Hurricane Harvey. Good day. Um, and you see what that's doing today. Mortgage applications for the week that just ended uh, increased 3.3% after declining 3.2% the prior week. So we can almost call that a push, right? Not quite. Um we saw the $43.7 billion trade deficit for July was better than expected. It was expected to be $44.6 billion. We send out a lot of goods. We are the world's shopper. So, and that's why world's, world markets need us. So, um, so I guess that's kind of what we have out there as far as the biggest headlines of the day. Potentially catastrophic Hurricane Irma on collision course with Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. Uh, now is a good time to be buying a property on Puerto Rico because a lot of people are going, I want out of here. So it's when people sell, when you get more sellers, when you get people fleeing, that you get good opportunity. Am I telling you to go buy property in, in uh, Puerto Rico? Heck no. But what I'm telling you is that's when you create, if there's a big earthquake in the Bay Area, you're going to get a lot of people that say, I haven't felt a big earthquake in 19 years. I'm moving. I'm moving. And uh, you get people selling homes or selling tracts of land if it's bigger uh, or an earthquake and knocks things over. But Hurricane Irma, Category 5, with winds of 185 miles an hour, is set to collide with Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. Uh, forecasters say the storm is potentially catastrophic. The storm could make landfall in South Florida this weekend. So turn on CNN and let's watch the reporters get blown away. The eye of Irma is a Category 5 storm, packing the winds of 185 miles an hour. <coughs> I got the black lung. Um, it's pretty scary what uh, Hurricane 5 can do. Most people who are on Antigua and Barbuda, Barbuda uh, were without power, and about 1,000 people are spending the night in shelters in Antigua. So... Uh, with that out there, even if you just look at some of the Twitter, which is fantastic, if you use hashtag Irma, and you can see like St. Martin, just an unbelievably gorgeous and beautiful place, um, getting heavy flood damage. Insurance is going to take a hit on this one if it goes up the coast. Oil took a hit in Houston with the refiners. Different part of the country has different types of businesses and ex risk exposure. So McDonald's is gearing up to sell ready-to-drink coffee. So you've seen this before with Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. McDonald's is partnering with Coca-Cola to launch a line of McCafe Frappe beverages in the U.S. in 2018. Would you like some coffee? This is the burger giant's uh, first foray in the nearly $2 billion ready-to-drink coffee category. A move that Dunkin' Donuts also made earlier this year following Starbucks. So... Um, you can go into a store and pick up uh, a cup of coffee that's chilled. For instance, the Starbucks Pepsi partnership, which started way back in 1994, has allowed the two companies to gain a uh, share in the market by volume and by dollars. 
So McDonald's already has a whole bean ground and single serve coffee products available in retail stores. But this would be the company's first bottled product. So do you think of McDonald's as a bottled product company? Um, I don't, but that's okay. This is a new opportunity for them. This is just the start of their McCafe commitment. Since jumping the coffee fray, McDonald's has benefited from pricing its beverages far lower than Starbucks and Dunkin'. So you can a damn cup of coffee cup for of coffee. I've had, I two bucks of McCafe beverages and a buck of soft drinks. Uh, so the Golden Arches, they try to get you with their beverages that are cheaper than the competition, and they kind of rope it up you and sell you french fries and hash browns and eggs and situations like that. Big Mac fries. Uh, retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar this weekend, September 9th from 10 to noon. Four points by Sheraton San Rafael. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever, and it can be hard to even know where to begin, but focusing on a few essential issues can help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. You can learn more about retirement and income and stocks that I like and don't like by coming to the event this weekend with me and CFP, Chad Burton and Michelle Lerman, talking Social Security, talking estate planning, talking risk in your portfolio, talking new stock ideas, talking about the Trump administration investment ideas. You can sign up for this event in San Rafael by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about uh, money, investing, and more. Um, So much going on. So wealth managers are giving three reasons why you should stick with stocks and forget about a market correction. And ultimately, corporate corporations still have a lot of cash. Uh, the country still has a little pressure on wages. And there's lots of capital expenditures to be done. Healthcare and technology are top choices as managers expect them to continue to outperform this year, but financial should be avoided. Interesting, right? Because financials have a lot of value. They're just not showing. uh, The yield curve's not cooperating with them at this point in time. Healthcare and technology are nice for long-term positions. They're going to work over years, and you just don't see it in financials right now. Uh, If you're looking for financials, maybe you're looking for value. These are some of the topics that I'll be talking about at the seminar this weekend in San Rafael, Saturday, 10 to noon. You can sign up at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. It's in San Rafael. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little mortgage and real estate. He'll be at the event this weekend, too, in case you want to pick his brain on real estate and some ideas on generating income from the old-fashioned way, real estate. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Rob? The biggest mistakes I've made financially are things that I didn't do. Like, I could have got a second home, or I could have got a vacation home, but I'm like, man, I'm going to get a new car this year. Or I'm going to go on a nice vacation and spend that extra money there instead of putting it down. Um, we work with quite a I, – I kind of get the idea of what you're saying. People do procrastinate, and they do take the easy route. Uh, fortunately, most of the people who contact us are pretty eager to do some sort of transaction. And, and so I'm surrounded by pretty proactive people. 
Okay. Um, so I don't get to see the the people who are sitting on the sidelines and mulling about whether or not they should have bought a house or not and whether they missed out and whether they're ever going to buy a house again or whether or not they can afford or how, how they're going to get their credit fixed. So it's pretty proactive what we see on our end, and, and it's pretty uplifting. I've got two uh, family members. Um, they're married to each other. That she lost a job, and he basically hasn't been able to find the right fit for him. And it's been a year and a half. His procrastination... His little vacation, his little time off has turned into procrastinations, which turned into he's going to work till he dies. And it happens that kind of fast. You can't take two years off when you're living on $5,000, $6,000 a month rent. You just can't do it. It's a killer. So I see procrastination that turns literally from something innocent into something life-changing and devastating. So I highly recommend people don't procrastinate. Yeah, and uh – Going back to what you you said earlier, you talked about the pressure of buying a house. Yep. Um, you know, if you're if you don't if you can't afford a house and you're sacrificing retirement to to buy a house, um, I, I wouldn't want you to feel the pressure, and I don't want you to feel like you're procrastinating because right. there's many other ways that you can fund your retirement. It's all about retiring with 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 money um, and being. I guess that's the whole you know, um, definition of retiring is that I wish you can I put, retire. I wish I would have put more money into my retirement accounts. I wish I would put yeah. more money into a vacation rental. Um, I wish I would have done this. I wish, I, and all that starts back to is having a plan. Yep. And what we were talking about earlier in the hour, where if you're 25 years old and you're in love with your sweetie and you can't afford a house in San Mateo, but you could afford an apartment, that's okay. Or a condo, you mean, I think. Or, or a condo. condo. Or whatever. Um, consider going to Tahoe and buying a home. Now, your home in Tahoe, you're going to rent out. And it may be four hundred thousand, but it's affordable versus a million dollars, or six hundred thousand, or seven hundred thousand um, dollars. And it may go up in value in your whole life to four hundred fifty thousand dollars. It may not move that much, right? But you don't have to buy where you live. People need to think a little more outside the yeah. box sometimes. The, the one thing we do get is, uh, you know, a group of people who are, are proactive about what they want to do, but they haven't prepared. Okay, um, and and. Almost anywhere you go to where it says, hey, how do you buy a house? What do you do to prepare? You says, you know, start early, start saving money, get serious about the transaction and about the down payment. Start researching what type of loans and qualifications. And you look at your job history. When I got my first house, uh, I knew that I needed two years of commission income. And I, I told my boss, I'm quitting in two years. And the reason was because I got two years of income. I was able to buy my house and boom. Um, we bought the house and we were able to, you know, change and, you know, customize our life based on, you know, that, that heavy decision that we you know made two years earlier. Uh, and a lot of people that contact us are, are just aren't ready uh, and they haven't mentally made that decision and, and commitment to uh, working towards saving that money and, and fixing their credit and fixing their income. And then once you buy that house, yes, it, it can, things can fall into place. And you will you were talking earlier about how, oh, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage. It's a lot of pressure, but you, you once you make that commitment and you get into it, a lot of people find ways to make ends meet. Like your guy that lives in that nine, you know, nine by four unit, he's making four, things nine by four and a half. Four, sorry, four and a half. <laughs> he's making a sacrifice. The extra four four and a half square feet makes a difference, huh? You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He's a mortgage lender. He recently did a loan for me. Really good guy. Gets to know you, gets to know your situation. You can find me at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. 
And again, I am Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call, 800-516-1220. The services index climbs to 55.3% rating rebound from a one-year low. The vast majority of companies in the U.S., like UPS, employ and provide services to millions of Americans. These companies grew faster towards the end of the summer, according to a new survey. Again, a check mark for the economy in my world. Uh... That in employment looks good, and that can carry us a pretty far away. Um, elsewhere out there, um, a lot of people are looking for flights out of Florida, and they're looking to jump up the coast and uh, maybe go see their kids for the weekend, and they're shocked that they're not seeing $100 tickets or $150 tickets or $250 tickets. They're seeing $1,000 tickets, and uh, that's the airlines doing what they do well. Um, they got the plane, you don't, you want to get on it, you are going to be paying. Orange juice futures jumped 6% yesterday to set their highest settlement since mid-May on fears Hurricane Irma could blast key orange-producing areas of Florida. Um, don't know if you ever saw the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy, but that could be your homework this weekend, to watch a movie about Wall Street. And uh, that's a good one. So you might remember Eddie Murphy screaming, bye, 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 sell, 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 sell. And uh, talking about supply and demand and what drives prices up, buyers drives it up, sellers pushes it down. Big event coming up this Saturday. Saturday, said the snake. Trust me. The Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, September 9th from 10 to noon at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Choosing the right accounts to draw from, Social Security Strategies, Managing Your IRAs. Measuring Your Risk, Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning in San Rafael. Go to Rob Black Show to sign up. Rob Black Show, use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Google released a new Street View cameras. No, they didn't release new Street View cameras. They upgraded their Street View cameras for the first time in eight years. And the implications can be kind of worrying. Uh, they got a new kit captioned sharper imagery with more details. The new cameras are so sharp they may actually be able to see a store's opening hours from a sign feeding all that granular data back to Google's machine learning algorithms. New cameras will sit atop Google-branded cars capturing information about the world. They capture still HD images on either side of the car. Better imagery should make services become more useful. Um, People are coming to Google every day with harder and deeper questions. What's a Thai place open now that does deliver to my address? And Google has already invested huge amounts in artificial intelligence and machine learning. And uh, that's one of the things that we'll be, you know, pulling out of this. Um, Wired Magazine asked Google if they planned anything along the lines of, like, uh, using motor vehicles in each neighborhood. And you can look at their license plate and study the demographic statistics and socioeconomic attributes and political preferences of its residents. There's some stuff that you can go kind of crazy on with this data. Uh, Lucasfilm is going to get a new director for the Star Wars Episode Nine, Colin Trevorrow, who did uh, the big Jurassic World. 
uh, has been pulled from the episode nine project for creative differences. Very similar to the way the Han Solo spinoff movie uh, fired Chris Miller and Phil Lordis and replaced it with the easy and predictable uh, Ron Howard. Now, why did Disney do this? Uh, maybe because Colin Trevorrow had a bomb on his hands with his last film that was just released, The Book of Henry. Had terrible reviews and terrible ticket sales. And Disney has to bank on winners. 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 Winning. 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 Thank you. Thank you. That's my co-host. Credit card processors are something that I like a lot as an investor. And I want you to start thinking, you know, what type of financials are there out there, like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup. Those are the ones that you probably know, but then there's also insurance companies. Um, you know, Allstate, you know insurance, right? Uh, Berkshire Hathaway, a big insurance company. Uh, but credit card processors are part of the financial institution. Um, there are two types of processors in the payment card system. There's the front-end processors that route the transactions from merchants to cardholders, banks to gain authorization. Ultimately, what that means is they make a customer make sure the customer has enough available credit or funds to make a purchase. And then there's back-end processors who are responsible for a fund settlement, uh, which basically ends with the merchant receiving a deposit. So Bank of America is a big player here. They've got the advantage of function within the second largest bank in the U.S. The service promises acceptance of all kinds of payments, credit cards, debit cards, electric checks, gift cards, and uh, they promise all next, you know, access to funds on the next business day. Citigroup's in the, in the division, in the world. Um, they, they process transactions in over 100 currencies. Wells Fargo is out there. They're one of the big four banks in the U.S., and they offer next business day funding, encryption, tokenization, so there's all sorts of players, but then you start getting into like the other players out there, like First Data, and they're all about small business payments with their Clover suite of products. They've got a mini reader that works uh, without Wi-Fi and a mobile reader that attaches to other devices in order to process payments on the go. You know about Visa, you know about MasterCard, two of my favorite long-term stocks. Then you know should know about Fiserv. Um, they're third by revenue amongst tech providers to U.S. banks in October 2015. Pfizer processes uh, electronic payments. So um, a lot of players out there. One of my favorite ideas right now is the idea of potentially investing in a company like PayPal because they've got Venmo. I'm not saying you should go invest in PayPal because they've got Venmo. I'm saying that uh, millennials hate banks. One thing that everyone hates is going to the dentist. But one step below the dentist, you know what it is? Banks for millennials. That's pretty powerful. Um, it should be noted, in my opinion. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burton, talk a little financial planning, and uh, get his takes. He will be with me this weekend at the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar uh, from 10 to noon at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. You can sign up for the event by going to Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. It's 10 to noon. It's my only visit to San Rafael this year. And uh, it's basically for people who are heading towards retirement, have got a big chunk of change, and need to figure out how they're going to transition from working to having their life's work work for them and create income so that you don't run out of money. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Chad? 
Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. If you want to send him an email to ask a question during the segment, send it to chad at newfocusfinancial.com. But without the email this time, Chad, let's talk mutual funds versus ETFs. What do we need to know and who's the winner? <laughs> well, gosh, you know, it, it's it's tough because it's the, the area. And a lot of ETFs are very new. They do very well in the beginning sometimes. And it's really the long-term in terms of ETFs versus mutual funds, I like them both. Okay. I, I can't say I like one other over the other. There's definitely certain ETFs I don't like. There's a lot of ETFs that have leverage or want to go inverse the stock market, where people think that they're the way to perfectly protect their portfolio. Um, in periods of low interest rates and rising rates, I do not like bond ETFs. Okay. Those are the ones that will be quickest to be sold and have pricing issues when you're trying to sell. Um, so where I really, really like them, Rob, is large cap, okay. mid cap, U.S. I like them in those areas. Or when I look at my overall portfolio and I say, you know what? I just don't have enough technology or I don't have enough health care or I want to start accumulating financials. Then I like to use some of the spiders to go in and get a, a broad shot into the overall stock market. I might have been sleeping when you said this. Why don't you like the emerging markets? Because oh, here's the deal. Some of the, the emerging market ETFs are just the big, well-known names in those areas. Okay. And they only change once a year. And in an emerging market type of a fund, some of the successful ones have usually higher turnover and more broad exposure. I don't want just 25 stocks in China of the ones that are, you know, some of which might have too much government control, uh, too quickly to be sold when people panic. There's a lot of small cap stocks overseas that look really attractive right now, or specific dividend ones. Um, you know, you get into the brick, and you got Brazil, Russia, India, China. One of which may be attractive at a certain period of time because they're becoming consumers. The other three, because maybe they're selling commodities, and the super cycle might be over. So it's just it's just too inflexible. And in an emerging market or an international play, there's currency issues, there's political issues that might require more active management. ETFs have a reputation for lower fees than mutual funds or traditional mutual funds, that is. Do you prefer ETFs as a manager? As a manager? Yeah. Well, I, fees are definitely something you have to look at. But when you look at Morningstar, for example, and you're looking at a fund, the returns are net of fees. So if, if that's your last thing that you're looking at comparing to things that have a great return, a low standard deviation, good management history, you're comfortable with the process of the management team, you might, and you can't make decisions. You might choose the one on the lower fees, but fees aren't everything. Okay. In large cap and mid cap U.S., it doesn't require a ton of changes, so the lower fees are important. That's why I like them in those areas. But uh, I, it, you know, again, I, I'm still going to stick with the idea. Unless I'm doing a short term tactical trade, I'm using managed funds for the international side. How do you use ETFs when putting together a tax efficient portfolio? Well, the greatest assets that you can hold in, when you're accumulating wealth in your taxable accounts are large cap or total stock market or mid cap ETFs because they're low turnover, low annual tax consequences, and you can hold them for to, to, you know a long period of time. So you have once you start maxing out your 401k, you, you've maxed out your Roth IRA, you're now investing after tax. You start accumulating large cap, mid cap in your taxable accounts. And then you monitor your overall asset allocation. So if your taxable accounts become large and you start overweighting to U.S. large and mid, then you need to shift where you're contributing in your 401ks to make sure that you're still maintaining the correct weight in small cap, international, and emerging markets, which tend to have more ongoing 
tax issues. So you want to have those ongoing turnover, high dividend tax issues inside your retirement accounts. And I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. CFP Chad Burton is going to be with me this weekend at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Uh, we're going to be talking retirement planning. It's pretty complicated. It really is. Accumulated wealth can be on the easy side, but as you get older, as you hit 50, you really should have a plan for what age 60 to 100 is going to be looking like. I work with some of the best CFPs in the business, Mark Fairley, CFP Chad Burton, Ryan Ignacio, uh, CFP Dan Fetterman. They're all good, solid human beings who will help you with your portfolios, who will help you with your income planning. I'm going to bring them all to the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael this weekend. Um, you can sign up for the event. It's absolutely free. You'll get your questions answered. You'll have some chance to talk stock questions. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. American Airlines is a big hub in Florida. Major U.S. carriers Delta, American, United, and Southwest are waiving change cancellation fees, uh, typically all together to certain ports of the Caribbean airports. Um, we are seeing prices rise, so they're trying to take advantage of you need to get out of the state in your head. Jet fuel prices are up more than 20% after Harvey made landfall fall in Texas. This is a good time to keep an eyeball on the airlines because they were down big time last month. And they've got another hurricane coming. Boom, 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 boom. Um, with that said, what if there's another one? I think Hurricane Jose is right behind it. Um, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. CFP Chad Burton does a show live here Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. He's also going to be with me this weekend in uh, Marin, doing an event, talking towards income strategies and estate planning. You can sign up for the event in San Rafael by going to Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and signing up using the code radio twenty five radio twenty five. Here's a sample of this show this morning talking about divorce. You know, as a financial income. advisor, we have clients that unfortunately go through divorces, and or we take on clients that are in the middle of or at the tail end of a divorce. And I've noticed a lot lately that life insurance is being left out of the equation more and more. And I'm not sure why that is. Um. A lot of times in a divorce, one person is paying alimony and child support. And you still have to look at this in terms of a financial planning issue where if something happens to that person, the person receiving the alimony and the child support can be financially devastated. And a lot of times that's just happens to be uh, the wife that is maybe didn't work as much or, or can't work as much because they're caring for the children, something like that. So life insurance, usually term insurance for the length of time that covers the alimony and the support is part of the divorce agreement. And I think it's been left out way too often and I'm not sure why. So if you do go through a divorce, read the divorce agreement carefully. Make sure you're thinking about it if you're going through a divorce. And it's still an issue of protecting the kids. So there's got to be a lot of insurance in place. The divorce agreement should discuss the duration of coverage and the amount. A financial advisor should run the present value of the payments, and that includes child support until it's eight. The child's the youngest child is eighteen. College payments, alimony, all of that has to come into play in terms of the lump sum. You got to decide who pays the premiums and who owns the policy. 
uh, it tends to be, you know, if you're going to receive the death benefit, you're going to want to own the policy and have your payment built into the alimony or the child support so that you control the policy and making sure it's paid. Because the last thing you want to do is typically give that to your ex that may not want the policy. Oops, I had accidentally lapsed. Sorry about that. Um, if you already have the life insurance, maybe it's an issue of switching ownership. Um, maybe it's an issue of redesignating beneficiaries, making them uh, irrevocable unless it's a court order. Those types of things that happen when you go through a divorce. So, you know, determining coverage that you need is is important because the alimony comes into play. But typically, no matter what, if you are a parent, you need ten times your income plus a hundred thousand dollars per kid for college, and that tends to be enough to replace your income for a good significant portion of time. And look, term insurance is so cheap. If you get a 10, 15, 20 year term policy, it's cheaper than ever. That's an area where there's been deflation is term life insurance costs. Um, And even within the world of marijuana being legal in so many states, now there's certain companies that aren't even rating that anymore. So if you have term life insurance that you purchased, say, 10 years ago, you purchase a 20-year level term policy, and you're 10 years into it, and you think, oh, I only got 10 years left, but I might need insurance for another 20 years, don't be afraid to get a quote on redoing that coverage for 20 years. You might be surprised. If you're still healthy, it might be cheaper now than when you bought it 10 years ago. Um, if you need a referral to an insurance agent that does these types of things, I mean, there's a lot of online term sites. None of them have any different access than any other ones. But uh, shoot me an email at chat at chadburton.com, and I will give you a referral. Uh, one of the things, too, I wanted to talk about today in the very short period of time that I have left is the traps that people fall into when we've already gone through a couple of years of a bull market and people start forgetting about corrections. We only had one small correction last January lasted a short period of time. It's only about 11%, but it was enough to kind of get people shocked. And they've already forgotten about corrections again. In fact, it's interesting to see volatility so low in, in light of North Korea and natural disasters around the world. Um, there's so much cash out there on the sidelines getting ready to buy it. But people start to think more and more about the stock market. They start to feel like they're missing out on something. And then they start to look for silver bullets, golden arrows, trading strategies to, you know, get a little more, you know, outperform the indexes by one, two, three percent a year. And it's called alpha. Outperformance is a good way to look at it. It's called alpha. That's where you hear that name, a big industry event called seeking alpha. And I want to encourage you to run the numbers because so many people spend so much time getting into this study mode. I'm going to find the next best thing. They end up finding stuff online or on the radio or wherever else that gets them to believe. And I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Don't forget the CFP chat and I will be at the big retirement income strategy event this weekend, 10 to noon, uh, September 9th, four points by Sheraton San Rafael. Transition your portfolio from accumulation to income, passive versus active portfolio management, social security strategies, managing your IRAs and your 401ks, measuring risk. I'm going to go over stocks that I'm looking at, some stocks that I've recently purged, some stocks that I've recently added. You can sign up for the event by going to Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, it's in San Rafael, September 9th from 10 to noon. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's RADIO25 to get in for free. 
you want to get a download on some income pillars of retirement, go to newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com, and get some of those downloadables at the Resource Center. While you're signing up, use the code RADIO25. Take a break here. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 